Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is the Migs cast. Jeez. I'm Steve Miggs. Also known as Eeyore. I was just going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say, man. That's the rev over there. Hi, guys. And we got Clank Cannon. Morning. We're all moving in slow motion today. Well, I think Steve and I... So JT from Bruiser Brody contracted some evil voodoo. Yep. And I had I slept for almost twenty hours oh, yesterday. Oh, the old gonocephal herpalates. Oh man, mm-hmm. yeah. I my body was at war with with itself. Imagine that. And yeah, I slept for twenty straight hours. I almost nice. didn't come in today, but I think I'm on the other side of it. And then I see Steve, and I'm like, "How you doing, bro?" And I was feeling good this morning, and then it just progressively just started feeling. More, I'm just tired. And here's the problem, like here's the problem. Here's, here's the, problem. the problem with my awesome life. <laughs> I the other night bit my tongue so hard. Oh no. Wrestling practice? Yes. Oh bro. I got flipped over and as I flipped over, I bit on my tongue. No, that hurts. No. Yeah. Oh sweet Jesus, does it hurt? Yeah. And the problem is anytime my mouth is such a sensitive entity as it is, like if you tap my mouth, if I bite my lip, I instantly get a canky sore. Mm-hmm. It's been like an issue I've oh, had since that's my what entire the, life. That's what those are, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, Cold sores. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a difference, brah. <laughs> These are things I had since I was a kid. <laughs> those are things I'd gotten when I was performing something on someone that I shouldn't have. No. I thought it was this whole club dread thing where like Sid <laughs> just reaches up and pinches his bottom lip and he has an organism right there on the <laughs> yeah. spot, you know? And oh, yeah. Dude, that, like, that's why he <laughs> fell in love with her like instantly. It's like instant canky sore. So now I got them on the bottom of my tongue, mm-hmm. and right now is speed bumps. Yeah, and it's like I have to, as a <laughs> sorry, job. I'm sorry, ref. We have to talk all morning, and it's already painful enough as it is. So this is just it hurts to do this podcast. <laughs> Work through the pain, Steve. I'm trying, Rev. <laughs> That's fine. I bit the inside of my cheek last night uh, eating popcorn. Oh, those are the worst. And, and now then you, you have to you keep rebiting it because yep, now yeah, it yep, sticks yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying dude. not to. And every time I like the same thing with Steve. Every time I'm trying to say something, there's just a chance that I'm just gonna uh, chomp down on it. it sucks. Yeah, man. Yeah, and 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 we, as a living, we have to speak. <laughs> and it's like, and we we speak good. Oh yeah, you guys do talk good. I've so, been fans of both of you guys for a long time, man. So like yeah. mentally, I feel fine, but my mouth is killing me, and I'm tired. <laughs> I haven't got enough sleep. I'm falling apart. And why haven't you gotten a lot of sleep? Because for the last four nights, I've been training how to become a professional wrestler. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I've gotten a lot more serious. Did you see the video? No, I mean the last. Oh, dude, you got to show him the video. Oh, the last gosh. videos I watched was all of Wednesday, um, 
as Travis called it, game footage of the Brody set Wednesday at the Croc. Which, oh, nice. Yeah, Top All Left right. TV guys, uh, of course, filmed they it. They are so good at that Dude, stuff, Dude, they man. did yeah. a magnificent job. Uh, Shout Andy, out to Andy, Andy and Kyle. McHale, Kyle Court, what an awesome team. Um, and then we just got uh, the, the Hemp Films guys, Ryan yeah, Healy. Yeah, Ryan Healy, who... And they did it, too. And they Ryan did a phenomenal Healy. job, too. It's like, was, and what I like about it is it's like almost two different vibes of the same show. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how to explain it, but I, you should watch both. I haven't seen Healy's <laughs> yet, but he hit me up last night for a set list, and um, I was like, "Oh man, that all came through JT." So I texted JT. JT's like, "Bro, I'm sick, but I'll get to it." And I'm like, "I'm sick too, man." And so now we're we're like text hey text bombing. <laughs> but it was great. Um, you know, those uh, Mike Savoya, of course, came down and oh my gosh, some of his photos were just incredible. The the new group shots of the band are incredible, but um. And shout out to all the listeners that came out because oh, I, while man, we did our show, dude. I jokingly said that that's not salt on the mic because Travis put the mic in my face, <laughs> and I could hear a lot of people like laughing and groaning and going, "Oh, that's not salt." They're like, all mixed cast and I was like, listeners. Oh man. wow, we have yeah. a lot of our listeners here tonight, yeah, dude. It was a packed house. Too. Yeah, it, it was. It was really cool. But uh, no, I, Savoya actually snapped a photo of our set list. Oh, good. So JT sent me that photo, and I sent that photo to Ryan Healy. <laughs> Ryan Healy was like, this is like at midnight, and Healy's like, oh, thanks, man. I'm like, I love you, bro. Like, it takes a village. Yeah, you know, but uh, just, <laughs> if nothing else, awesome people, man. You yeah. know, that's, and, that's and, so rad. And go on our Facebook page for Bruiser Brody. Just type in Bruiser Brody Band or Seattle, and you'll find our Facebook page. And right now we have the, the Top Left TV live performance up there. Mike Savoy's uh, pictures are up there, and uh, soon enough we'll put up uh, – Ryan and Hemp Films' uh, perspective as well. And like I said, it's like watching two different shows because the perspective and the camera shots are different. So it's really fun if you like Bruiser Brody. If you don't, then why are you subjecting yourself (laughs) to this? But if you do, it's kind of cool to be able to check out both sides. Yeah, sure, man. So in addition to doing the the Bruiser Brody show, I've also been knee-deep in the world of wrestling, and I finally was able to announce it. Uh, uh, Friday night, the announcement happened. And on Monday on the air, we were able to talk about the fact that I am going to be wrestling in a match yeah. at Battle Mania on April 20th at the Showbox. Four twelve. See, I knew about this, and I, I didn't even mention it to the guys at, in Brody. We had, a, we, had a, we had a few shots, Steve, and Steve I've been, told me about it. Yeah. I've been super quiet about it to everyone, yeah, but after a no couple one. of shots, I looked at Glenn and go, I got to, because we're talking about how we have all this stuff going on. I'm like... Dude, you do not understand. Right now, I'm prepping to be to wrestle, and he goes, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh, I wasn't oh, supposed to tell you." Uh, oh no, because like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, no. I'm just worn out. That's uh, that is a that's Showbox Market April 20th, right? April 20th. Get tickets at axs.com or just find my Twitter, or my Facebook. It's all up there, and just uh, please come out. Uh, you know, it's going to be an amazing experience. Tickets are selling quick. I would love to see as many of our listeners there to show support. It's going to be truly one of the most special nights of my entire life. I mean, I never thought in a million years that I would get to wrestle and be a part of a match, uh, A, with my, my, my family that is one battle, and B, you know, just to do that in front of people. I mean, I've been doing it because I love it, and it's been fun just to do it. You know, as a wrestling nerd, and, 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 and it's been great for me physically, you know, just to get in better shape and blah, blah, blah. Never once thinking that I'd actually be in a ring wrestling in a match in front of people at the show box. Uh, honestly, man, at, when you had told me uh, or told, you know, you talked about it on the cast, um, shared with everyone that you were doing these these lessons. Yeah. To me, I don't know what your thoughts were, Rev, but to me, the natural progression was, man, he's building a skill set. Sooner or later, he's going to want to do some kind of a match because he's learning to do this. And I just saw it as, man, he's unwrapping the Christmas gift. Sooner or later, he's going to get the toy out and play with it. You know what I mean? What did you think? And I'm no stranger to playing with it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Neither are we. <laughs> I, 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 I would think towards that end, but also I was always wondering how the opportunity would present itself. Because mm-hmm. you don't necessarily, you know, like, he's, the, you know, Steve, you're the commissioner of yeah. 3 2 1 Battle. And. Every once in a while, like in the WWE, they'll have like, you know, you know, the head or the commissioner or the president or, you know, like Shane McMahon or somebody right. doing those sort of things. But you don't expect like your buddy here to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. And uh, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, I've been training for this now specifically. It's like, wow, holy yeah. crap. So on my Instagram page, which is at I'm Steve Miggs, the video is there. I'll show it to you, Glenn, since you haven't seen it, and, and kind of give a little play-by-play. I, uh, I wasn't planning on it, but why not? Yeah, uh, right? So, so right here, it, it'll say on Friday, you know, Friday yeah. night. I, said, I, I immediately point past his wrestling video, and there's this great shot of him behind the kit with his war face on. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to eat I'm, a symbol. I'm pointing at that. Steve's like, enough of that. Enough of that. <laughs> you know, it's funny. because <laughs> Yeah, look at that picture, dude. That's killer. And that's uh, Rock Machine. Shane. That took oh, that picture. Shane. Yeah, Rock Machine. I love you, bro. Actually, um, I think I got to see one other shot that Shane mm-hmm. took. He took great pictures, one. too. Yeah, dude. Love you, Shane. Much and, love, man. And my caption says, I'm going to eat that symbol because it looks like I'm about to oh, eat it. Oh, that's your war face. That's a Great shot. Oh, yeah. Man. Even Travis writes the blanking Hulk on there. Yeah, yeah. And, and a few yeah. people are like, the Hulk, man. Some people are like, you look like Vin Diesel in that picture. I'm like, no, Vin Diesel looks like me. <laughs> My like, man. Thank you. My <laughs> man. That's great. <laughs> so, okay. Okay, back to the wrestling video. So, at 3 to one Battle this past Friday night, which is great weird wrestling, every other Friday we do them, uh, there's a group called the Hellfire Club. We've had some issues Leading up to all this stuff oh, yeah. where they've sprayed me with champagne. They've kicked my hat off. They've kicked me in the face. I've I've pulled one of the guys off of another guy because he was about to win the match and he was cheating. So we've gone back and forth for quite some time. And it finally kind of came to a head when one of the guys was giving a submission hold to a wrestler by the name of the bird and he wouldn't let go of it. So I decided to jump in the ring and get physical with him. And so if you go to my Instagram page, you can see this. Oh, actually, this is a different video. Have you uh, heard about the bird? <laughs> Yeah, the bird yeah. is the word. Everybody knows that the bird is. the That's word. his intro song too, and yeah. everybody in the crowd. Everyone just goes nuts and does. And everyone does a bird dance with middle fingers in the air. It's so awesome. So in this video, though, now I'm kind of cornered and surrounded. I edited it weird. I should probably grab the one off of my Facebook or the Twitter. Let's go to Twitter. He's got. Let's go to the old Twitter. He's got video doubt now. I like, I like the sound of it. All right, it's, it's my pin tweet, so there we go. <laughs> yeah, thank God. <laughs> I didn't want you to search for it. I ran out of steam on I that don't one. Understand Twitter? Do I need to try Twitter again? I don't. Mm, nah. Nah. All right, nah. so here we go. Thanks, guys. <laughs> good looking out. So now let's go back to the fact that the bird is being. I know it's all convoluted, but we don't feel good. So screw you guys. <laughs> okay. So the bird right now is being submitted, and he won't let go. So I here jump in the ring. And I'm mad at him. I'm like, let go of him. (laughs) And now Sage gets mad at me. He flips his hat off. And I push him down. So at that point, they leave the ring eventually, right? So now I grab the microphone and I make the big announcement that I am going to... Because right now, what it is is the Hellfire Club, which is four members, are taking on a team that I've created, which is the Bird, Cole Crazy, and I still haven't announced the two other 
guys that are in the team. So is all this the setup for how you're going to end up in the... Yes. This is the storyline. Yes, this okay, is the storyline. It all yeah, starts sorry. here. Okay. So now at this moment... Yeah, I'm not a big wrestling guy, so I have to put these pieces together very no, slow. Good, because you know what? <laughs> Other people aren't either, so mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact that you're doing that for me. Steve's explaining how, yes, this is the setup for how he's going to come to be in a match. All right. So now at this point, I grab the microphone, and I'm going to let everybody know what's up. And I'll tell you, man, I was nervous to make this announcement. I didn't know how the crowd was going to react. I mean, I know that... You know, there's some people that like me, and there's also the character, and then there's the heel side of the fans that mm-hmm. don't like me. So Absolutely. So here's when I make the big announcement. It meant it was an adrenaline rush that I cannot even explain. He's On April 20th, I found my third member of this team that's going to be playing the and joining Cole Crazy. And that third member is me. Oh, wow. That crowd lost its mind. Dude. <laughs> And now, this next part, I wasn't planning on saying, but I just got caught up in the moment. Uh-oh. And we're going to have to bleep it, but I'll, All I'll right. yeah, know Yeah, yeah, no worries. Okay, here we go. So I thought this was pretty awesome, though. So at that point, I said, uh, you could put your hands on me, but I could put my blanking hands on you. <laughs> so they come back out now and surround me. Mm-hmm. And I decide, well... Enough is enough, and I decide to punch Sarian in the face, <gasps> and then they beat the crap out of me. Yeah, that's usually how that right, works. So here we go. And now they're ganging up on me. And Sarian gets on top of me and just starts delivering punch after punch after punch. Then he starts choking me. The head of security, Hero, tries to come in. They kick him down. Now, this next part, Glenn, is the part that's going to freak you out. This was like one of the greatest moments of my entire life, and it scared everybody that was there, and including people in my family and friends messaged me. Did they break a chair on you, man? Oh, no. I'm not even going to tell you what happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. All right. Can I hit you with a chair? You absolutely can. <laughs> Get ready. No, no, no. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all the other stuff looked a bit campy, but that was straight up. That yeah, was well, kinda, you know, yeah, the rest all the, the, all rest the punching and the beatings. As someone that's been beaten by a group of people before in my youth, that actually happened, and it was terrible. I can I, tell you that's not what that looks my like. My God, he <laughs> broke it in man. This is real to me. <laughs> no, those two guys picking you up and slamming you. They, they, oh, my God. So basically, they slam me. You guys should go to Steve's Twitter page and check this out. But basically, they, yeah. you, a guy grabbed him by each arm. They picked him up. They flipped him kind of upside down, and they threw him down on what I would call his shoulder blades mm-hmm. wrecked hard. Yes. Like it happened. It wasn't it didn't look playful. It was like boom. Um, oh dude. That was that was happening. Yeah. That, that was that, that was, was really cool, dude. That was the moment. And it was so funny because I was getting texts from like Kevin from Metal Shop who was there, uh, my buddy uh, James or Jeremy, James mm-hmm. Vanderbeek. People are sending me messages on uh me- on Facebook, on Twitter, all like DMs and like, hey man, I know it's wrestling. But are you okay? You okay? 
Yeah, that was legit looking. Oh, man. dude, it that was, was incredible. Cool. And the, it, it, right went, on. it went over great. Yeah, the best part of it was, was uh, coming in on Monday and then seeing Steve and seeing that he was fine and perfectly normal. So I didn't have to ask him if he was okay. Yeah, I didn't have to come right, yeah. He comes in in a power chair that he's driving <laughs> one, of, one of those straws he blows into, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great if I went full kayfabe and showed up to work with a neck brace. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> can't turn That'd my head. Great. That would have been so good. Oh, uh, dude, I can't even explain the high that I was on after that. Like, That's even all right. my buddies in the locker room, when I went back in there, and they're all like, you good? I'm like, I'm good. And they're like, oh, there's an EMT to make sure. Yeah, because, dude, that, that happened fast, and mm-hmm. they threw you down hard. And like, I never, that was really well done. That and, was perfectly executed, dude. And full behind-the-scenes disclosure, I'd never have done that move before in my entire life. Like, I've practiced whoa, other things, whoa. but I've never been whoa. on the receiving end of a choke slam. I knew what to do, but I never experienced never, that. Like, you've practiced it, though, right? Choke slams? No. Oh, no. Oh, so you could have snapped you? your neck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Jeez. I never. And, and it was just like, well, you can't really practice it before because what if I get hurt? Oh, and then yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it then. <laughs> if I'm going to get hurt, I might as well get hurt during the live actual thing. That's right. what I meant. You know, That's the way to be. That seems to be the right rationale, right? <laughs> well, anyways, I did it right, thankfully, and everything yeah. went well, and I didn't get hurt at all. And I woke up the next day, no soreness, no anything. It was like. It was a cool moment because it was like all this hard work for months and months and months. I was finally able to apply it in front of a live crowd. And more importantly for me, I was able to show what I've learned to the people yeah. that I work alongside, like all the other wrestlers. And they were all blown away by it, That's which was a- like the ultimate compliment. Sure, sure. You know how it is. I mean, like, if, like a guitarist that you respect comes and sees you play and is like, dude. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I've never seen you play before. And holy crap, that was awesome. That was a good feeling. That's no, a no. testament to the training from all mm-hmm. the, the, the guys who have helped you out to get to oh, that yeah. point. Some great trainers. and But the crazy part was you go on this high of highs, and boy, when you crash, <laughs> like I went from like, ah. That's for what about the Jack Daniels is for. You haven't figured this out yet. <laughs> you know what's funny? There's a guy, uh, a B-boy, who's a, he used to be in Lucha Underground. He's a great touring wrestler, but he Just comes to town drinking. a lot. And I told him, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling now, man. I, I hit a wall. And he just pulls out a beer and goes, that's what this is for. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. <laughs> so anyways, man, oh, man, I'm so pumped. Uh, it's going to be a great time. For Twomp. April 20th at the Showbox. I would love to see all of our listeners there. Anyone who can make it. It's a 21 and up show. It's going to be fun. Obviously, people get drunk and you yell at wrestlers. You can't ask for anything more. It's a, a great time. Go to AXS.com or just find one of my links and buy tickets. Buy them before they sell out. Uh, we want to pack that place because this is something that, as a group, Three to one battle. We're taking a huge chance to do it at the show box. Like, really, if we sell it out, we break even. It's like uh, one of those kind of a thing. I know exactly you know what, what that's is. like. <laughs> but yep. it's the opportunity to say that we did it at the show box. So. It's a it's a killer venue, but mm-hmm. yeah, putting on an event there, um, uphill battle. It's a big investment. Yeah, it, it is. And yeah, um, so yeah, you, you know, you've got uh, you've got uh, Tony and I. We're, we'll be there no matter what. But yeah, nice. everyone, get out and support this man because the. Taking on the show box um, as a from a promoter aspect is is no joke. Yeah. Um, so get out there and help these guys succeed because um, it's beyond cool and you get to watch Steve get his body tossed around. Yeah, I was about to get his ass kicked. Uh, I was going to make a salad tossing <laughs> joke. Yeah. Come watch Steve get thumped on. on. It's money well spent. Ah, see what I can do in that ring in the squared circle, brother. Plus, you get to see me in tights. And who doesn't like that? Yeah, you're not so, going to do the John anyway, Cena still jean shorts. buy your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I got a, there's a company in Portland, Oregon area, or in the Oregon area called uh, Classy as F, but they fully spell out the F word, not mm-hmm. fudge, but the other one. Yep, yep, um, yep. And they're custom making me tights, um, like, you know, the long pants. 
and custom kick pad covers. I'm going to wear a T-shirt. You know, I'm not going to subject people to seeing me shirtless. That would be scary. <laughs> I thought you were just going to like borrow Thrill's Apollo Creed boxing shorts. <laughs> And, uh, well, that's the thing. I didn't want to be like, the, you know, like you see a lot of guys that are, you know, new in wrestling. They wear athletic shorts and knee pads and wrestling shoes. And You want to do it right. If I'm going to do it, go full sure. board. It's not even with music, man. Anything I do, hockey as well. Like, we get the custom jerseys made. And, and with music, I mean, I get a custom bass drum head made with the Bruiser Brody logo on Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like, if you're going to do it, do it 100% or don't do it at all. Yeah, sure. If you can afford it. Obviously, yeah. You know, I get there's some guys out there that are doing the wrestling thing and they can't afford to get custom gear made, but there's cheap alternatives as well. You can you can still do it 100% without breaking the bank. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm excited. That's killer, man. Yeah. So Dude. go check that out again at the at the show box, April 20th. Uh, obviously, we had a, a really great time. That show was incredible. At, uh, I like at, talking about the Croc this past yeah, the Wednesday. Yeah, Croc show, man. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. Um, man, everyone that came out on a Wednesday night, the support was killer. The show was killer. Heard it was a packed house. It was really well attended, man. Um, I, I mean, I thought there'd be some bodies there. I didn't think it was going to be packed. I didn't think so either. Um, not on a Wednesday, and honestly, man, um, that would have been a sold out show on a Friday. Oh, guaranteed, or a Saturday. guaranteed, Easy. man, or even a Thursday. Yeah, with with uh, Wyatt and the boys, absolutely killed it. Mm-hmm. Woodshed and the boys killed. It. I ended up, I you know, I'm part of that club. I did end up ditching out about three quarters of the Emails? way through Woodshed. So that's that was actually my brain rebooting. <laughs> But I, I made it about three yeah. quarters of the way through Woodshed's set, and then I snuck my gear out the back uh, door into the alley. Through the and kitchen? Away. I did the same thing. Yep, I loaded out <laughs> loaded out into the alley and slipped away, man. Um, I, I, I just, Irish exited on all you mother effers. <laughs> Peace. Oh, dude, no, 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 it's cool. I, I did the same thing, yeah. man, you know. Um, you know, Travis and Tony were straight hanging, too. Mm-hmm. Tony from Windowpane, and they're like, dude, man. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sneak out the back door, guys. So, But uh, yeah, what I, I saw of Woodshed, of course, they're always killer. Just a bunch of great bands. Um, Taryn and, and Ted were amazing awesome. on stage. Mm-hmm. So cool. Also, um, Autumn did a great job up on stage sharing her story oh, about yeah, multiple man. sclerosis. Absolutely. I thought that was that was an incredible speech that she put out. She's a, a part of the Woodshed crew and just a real sweetheart of a person. And so that was awesome. I know, uh, I believe Justin and Hannah jumped up Justin on stage. Justin got well. up and made a real powerful speech. Yep. And, you know, Justin's our Viking party brother. You know what Gosh, I mean? Gosh, yeah, he is. Dude, those last couple sentences, you heard his voice shaking. It was powerful. Like, it, you know, I thought what he said and, and did was just beautiful yeah, and powerful. And yeah, yeah, yeah man. See that? Yeah, straight up. Yeah. That's that's real, man. Yeah, that's it, it was like that though in the moment, like watching, you know, watch, watching Justin because he pulled Hannah up on stage with him and, mm-hmm. and literally said everything he said to the crowd and to her, and that was mm-hmm. that was something else, man. And then Taryn, of course, her mom, uh, and, and what I love is Taryn was telling me that her dad cannot stop talking about our band. Oh, really? And how nice. much and he's not a fan of, as he calls it, heavy metal music. Even though we're not really a heavy metal band, but for him, we are because he's not a rock music guy. And apparently he could not stop raving about how much he loved our band. He's like that singer and his stage presence. And oh, Travis is just a oh, he's a monster up there. Yep, he is. He is. God, he's so amazing up he there. Is, man. He is. It's it was it was that was our, my favorite of all of our shows without a doubt. Like I just felt like I we think were it was firing one of the best cylinders. shows we ever played. Great, um, the lights were amazing. Shout out to Carl for that big oh, video screen. Yeah, Carl. yeah, yeah. Um, also, shout out to the other Carl, uh, Carl Eric, Carl! Uh, who did the lights. Carl, for us. the lighting guy. Right, I got yeah. to meet him that night. We had a bit of a giggle over that whole. Uh, I still haven't met him. How funny is that? He was a nice guy, but he explained. <laughs> we talked so much on like Facebook, and we always like go back and forth, and we even joked about it on Facebook. I'm like, one of these times, you and I are actually going to get to talk and have a beer and hang out. It, it was it was that moment. Like we we had a laugh, and he was like, "Yes, yeah, see, I'm Carl the Lighting," and I'm like, "Ah, yeah." But yeah, Carl Brothers was down there. I think it 
good God, probably two in the afternoon, putting up those light walls that have yeah. all those graphics. And he was in there for hours making that happen. Then I know we Irish exited, but like Tony from Windowpane stayed and helped Carl and Top oh, Left TV cool. get all their gear out because there was a curfew on the venue. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, it's a I, Wednesday night, man. I think they had to be out by twelve thirty, or they were going to be charged. And um, uh, Tony and some other guys uh, kicked in and helped you out. Sh- Andy had I known and that, Carl I might have stuck around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah Actually, but no, I uh, ended up early. Yeah, yeah, uh, come on, Tony, man. Tony told me they got out of there at like twelve thirty-one, and all was cool. But like, oh, those guys yeah. really killed themselves um, to help make that event special, and that's yeah. uh, that was amazing. Plus, I know Carl Brothers donated, I think twelve hundred. Twelve hundred dollars, yeah. Pretty amazing, man. It, I incredible, mean, just, incredible. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything about it was just awesome. Killer it was a, show. Every, and the vibe there was great. It was cool to see a bunch of coworkers. Yeah. Best part about all this, so we finish our set, and I go on Instagram. I'm like, oh, I wonder if anyone's tagged any pictures. You know, we just I'm, I'm tearing down my drums, and I see a picture from KSW's Instagram page, and I'm like, it's a picture of like Taryn, Ted, and I'm like, wow, that girl looks a lot like Vicky. And I keep looking, I'm like, oh, that is Vicky. That is Vicky. Yeah, yeah, she made it out. I'm like, Vicky's at the show. Yeah. So I go on a wild goose hunt to try and find her. I can't find her anywhere. They're like, oh, she's upstairs. And I go upstairs, and she's hanging out with one of my buddies that actually is part of 321 Battle, uh, Christian Andes. And I'm like, Vicky, I didn't know you were here. And like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I've been here the yeah. whole time. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Matt Coke was there. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It was, uh, Nicole and Sales. And, wow. Yeah, dude. That's a hell of a good crowd out there. Well, they there. all came to show support for Taryn. It wasn't because of me. <laughs> no one ever comes out to support me. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Eeyore. Back to being sad. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> I did find, um, uh, this is, I think, from the, the Hemp Films video. Uh, you know, we did that acoustic performance of Everyone's Dead. Last week, oh yeah, on the case, which went over great, man. Lots of great feedback. Yeah, I think we had like cool nearly three thousand views on the video on Facebook wow, already. Wow, nice! Yeah. So here's just a taste of what it sounded like, though, plugged in from uh, the show. This next song is called "Everyone's Mother." Oh, Travis, Travis, he's not even here, and he's at the cursing. That'd be fun for people to kind of get a vibe of what it sounded like with plugged in guitars and drums.
Jeff that. Rouse. Jeff Rouse penned all that music, and we just assembled as a, as a. It was cool, man. Like he he had sent us that riff before rehearsal, and then we came in and J, J, JT and I and Jeff were just kind of looping that verse riff, and uh, Steve came in with all those tribal. You know, very mad season feeling drums. Yeah, and yeah. man. The next mm-hmm. thing you know, Travis is just improv and vocals over the top, and all of us. There's a goosebump thing again. Yeah, like, all of us were like, a "Fun moment, man. whoa!" Like, what a piece of music, man. It's it's a really cool piece of music, dude. Especially when you get like the whole crowd and you just get the vibe, like the reaction from the crowd when we like. There's a moment where we just all stop before we kick back in, and then the That's crowd cool. just like, like erupts, and you're like, "We're not done yet, mother effers." <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome, man. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, watching it back just. We are very lucky to have a guy like Travis as our front man. Oh, he yeah, is dude. such an incredible rock star on stage. Not going to lie, though, I uh, miss his mustache. Oh, do you? <laughs> yep, yep. I love the little twirls on him, man. Mr. Steampunk. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, he did do it right. That's right, yeah. man. He, yeah. drew it when he, he waxed uh, it out and gave it a little twirl. Yeah, and... yeah, the curls on the end. Mm-hmm. I remember oh. that. That was that Studio 7 show, yep. wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, dude. Yep. Before I forget, to go quickly back to the whole me wrestling at Battle Mania <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. I, Steve Stokes, I have guys. to share this with you. So last night I get a text message from my dad who, you know, every once in a while he'll go on Facebook. That's kind of like what he does. He likes, he's retired. So the message just reads, just saw your video on Facebook. Are you nuts? And that's, <laughs> that's actually all it says. Yeah. There's yeah. no heart emoji. No, There's no, no smiley no. face. Are you nuts? I said this to my wife and she was in tears. <laughs> what she's if, like, I can hear your father's yeah. voice in that. Like, he, are you nuts? Pull no punches. He's like, son, you're 43. What are you doing letting people do this to you? <laughs> I can picture it. I know. Living my dream, dad. I bet he's like yelling at my, my mom, Roseanne. <laughs> Look at what your son's doing. <laughs> he sent him to Seattle, and now he's trying to kill himself. <laughs> Literally, he sees the footage of the 20th. <laughs> Especially me in tights. Oh. <laughs> it's gonna wish. It's gonna wish you never saw that. That's great. Speaking of tights, <laughs> excuse me. Nothing. Hey. Oh. <laughs> oh, hi. And now it's another fine moment of us yes. objectifying our coworkers. Yeah. Welcome to the Me Sorry Too episode of the Migs Cast. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's man. Wrong. Oh, man. Oh, but I can't help. It's become oh, such a thing now that I, I yeah. think I make a Me Too a joke once a day, man. You know? Like, yeah. You know? I'm sorry. I just, I don't know. Well, when was the last time I groped a boob without being invited to? I, I don't. Me too. I don't my own, know. You know. Yeah, I, I grope my. I'm groping myself right now. Actually. It's groping me as well. It's yeah. very. It's very weird. Yeah, gropescope. Spending a lot right, of we, time in that fridge. Yeah, we need to stop checking on my oh. cock from uh, the men's room. <laughs> she's she's checking on the human head she has in there, dude. <laughs> from the last man who checked her out, right? Stop. Okay. We're gonna get busted. I know. You're gonna, gonna get, so get busted. <laughs> As you're staring right out there, she's she, got busted by Uncle she, Chris. She, she been. <laughs> Chris is staring at you now. Oh no! I just waved to Chris like nothing to see here. <laughs> I'm just looking at the vending machine. She was bent all the way over, sticking mm-hmm. the entire top half of her body into the fridge. Yeah, yeah. something you know, in the back. I had to get you know, I've when... seen movies that start like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. So we talked about the show. We talked about the wrestling. We need to talk about Rev and his neighbor. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. All right. So this is interesting because (laughs) Uh we've had, uh, I've told the tales of how this uh, crazy is just really essentially at this point, 
uh, accosting and yelling at everybody, anybody, everyone, and mostly at the neighbor, uh, some of my neighbors, <laughs> the uh, uh, who play the uh, the salsa music a bit loud. But I love it, and I think it's awesome. She has it in her mind that, among other things that other people are doing around, that the, the their children are throwing trash into her yard. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. Her yard is just trash. trash. It's just and trash. It's, it's her own fault, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's cracker trash going on here. I'm not driving by and throwing trash yeah, in the yard. You're not, yeah, it's totally Glenn. Yeah. Glenn, oh, if I, I had the you, address, man. all kinds of crazy stuff would have happened by now. But Rev's been very smart, and he's kept that yeah. data from me. Um, that her- called Cracker Trash? Yeah, Cracker Trash. That's a great name for a band. <laughs> Uncle Cracker Trash. Isn't that an STP song? Uh, that's Cracker, Cracker Man. Trash. That's Cracker, Cracker Man. Man. Cracker Man. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> angry, angry woman too. <laughs> um, but so wow. she, uh, uh, she took it upon herself that God, maybe it was it like a Tuesday after the Migs cast. Uh, I came home and she was already out there yelling, and I was like, Oh God, I'm gonna have to get out of my car and I'm gonna have to deal with this. Well, it turns out that her ire was not directed at me. Excellent usage of the word ire, by the way. Thank you. And so I wasn't too worried about that at that point because I realized that she was yelling at the neighbors because they were outside and just yelling, berating, just going absolutely nuts. And this is also the day before she had done the same thing. And it was almost like drive-by screaming because she was (laughs) pulling in... Yeah, she was pulling into uh, into her driveway yelling at them already. Like, I'm on you. I know what your kids are doing. Just losing it. I love this woman. Dude, I just want to cave her head in with like a five pound sled. I just want to give her a hug. At this point, that's my version of it. You can't. Because <laughs> when I got out of my car, I, I noticed that everyone was outside. Uh, the, the the neighbors were outside, and I was like, "Oh, hey, what's going on?" I didn't notice that they were on the phone. Uh, they had called the police. Nice. <laughs> like in, like just pure view of her. Just but, enough. Yeah, we've yeah, had enough. Tired of the 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 targeted harassment and just like the endless, just ceaseless, just berating that this woman just does all of the time for everybody, and so. I didn't realize that she, they were calling the cops. I was just go, oh, hey, what's going on? Went into my house, kept the door open because it, it, I wanted to hear what was going on. Of course. Yeah, you know, let the kitty cats uh, get some fresh air. And some free entertainment. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden, it gets quiet. And then I realize that now she's speaking in normal tones. And come to find out, she I pe- like, please don't call the police on me. Please. No, no, I have, no. I have a lot of warrants. Please don't. Like, she became normal suddenly. Nope. At this point, it was because she was talking to the police. Yeah. Because there were two uniformed officers, and I could see police on their back. That's amazing. Yeah. So she yeah. wasn't yelling at them. She was not yelling at them. See, it almost bums me out. I hope that she'd be crazy enough to scream at the cops and then end up incarcerated. But it would have been it would have been fantastic. Her common sense kicked in and she realized she was gonna end up with yeah. uh, three hots and a cot if she didn't shut up. Well, uh yeah, so I was like, Oh well that's gonna put a little end on that. No, not really. Couple hours later, no way. It was she was in her house, but with the window open, just bah, 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 and then she'd sit on her uh, on her porch and start yelling into her phone like she was talking to somebody on her phone, but really loud so everyone in the neighborhood could hear. Like I don't think when she does that, she's actually talking to anyone on her phone. Like I just don't think that, and I feel really bad if she actually is because of how loud she is. Uh-huh. It's just insane. But she was talking about how they were lying about her uh, having a gun 
Nice. And I was like, well, Jesus. suicide by cop. Didn't. No, suicide by cop. If she's armed, that means that the peace and quiet will come soon. I'm just like, oh my God, this woman. I still want to give her a hug. Will, oh, I don't. Well, I don't want to. No, no. I don't want to get anywhere near. I just imagine that she just, instead she just of arms, just has tentacles. Life. Did they, did they call the cops you. again on her? No, no. But at this point, uh, I mean, she's on file because the cops she's were on there. Notice. You're on notice. So there's. Probably going to be some good chances if she starts losing her S like that again. again. I'm just going to call him like, hey, this woman has, uh, we've had some issues with her in the past. She should be on file. This has been going on for a year. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. About a year and a half, almost two years now. I would include that. Be like, sir, this has been going on for about almost two years. Someone finally broke down and called the cops. She's screaming again. Yeah. And I can't take it. I've got a toddler in the house. Well, I got two cats. Um, I mean, I two toddlers. They don't need to know that they have four <laughs> legs instead of two. Right. They're still toddlers. I've got two fur babies. I've got two little ones in the house. That's I've got not a, a friend lie. that's ready that's, to hug her that's and another <laughs> friend that's ready to kill her. Oh, dude, as soon as Steve steps clear, I'll be like, she's got a gun. You no, know? no. <laughs> but it, it, so it's just, it's always weird drama. And I'm just so happy, like, at this point in time, we're looking for a place to move. And mm-hmm. like her big boast was that her man bought her house for her. And the only like reconciliation for me on that is like, well, good on you, because now I know that you're not going to be following me anywhere. Yeah. Wherever I go, you can leave her behind. And I can't like like knock on whatever this stuff is on the board here, you My know, God. for good luck. I just hope that there's nobody out there that I could have that's a worse neighbor. Ooh. Like I'm just, I don't know if it's possible, and you, I've had some. Yeah. Bad, it's like, weird, uh, man. I had that one. I told you about the one lady that that. Yeah. I, I basically treat her. She never came out of her house again. Yeah, but that was the end of that. Yeah, this so woman I, I doesn't consider, back down. I yelled at her. Crazy. I told her to shut the f up. She's now, like a cockroach of neighbors. She doesn't talk to me anymore. Go figure. Um, but she still jawed at my wife a little bit because Carl got out of the house. Like, damn it, Carl, get in the house would do. Uh, it's in his name, after all. Exactly. Yeah. And then she was jawing about, like, it was that sort of, like, I'm not really yelling at you, but I'm yelling at you, this whole thing that I've been talking about the entire time that she does, like, about how you shouldn't let your cats out. And I'm like, you have a big, fat-ass cat that has done the exact same thing as actually come over into my house. So oh, That cat fight, like, take me. Yeah, yeah that yeah, save yeah. me. Yeah, she, dude. She used I'm to sick have, of living at Cracker Trash. She used to have two <laughs> She used to have two dogs. One of them ran away, which is another thing. She's convinced that the neighbors stole her dog. Now, that dog needed yeah, to get out of there. That dog got away. It got away from a hostile yeah. environment. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's just, it's ridiculous. I've never had a neighbor that insane. Yeah, that's it's over the top. Yeah. Well, I'm glad someone finally called the cops, man. It, I mean, yeah, I wasn't going to. Just because I, I feel weird I about you. that. Sort you don't want to be the guy that's the rat out people. I hear you. Unless I mean, unless she was out there brandishing a weapon, right? Like at that point, I would immediately do that. I'm keeping an eye on that on this point because you know. But she's on notice. Yeah, exactly. Like I want to yeah, make sure. At this point, you're not the one uh, that that you know lit the fire, but you know you can throw gas on it. I didn't start the fire. Exactly. No, nope, you know, it was always, it was always burning. burning. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> you know, you just made me think about calling the cops. I know, Rev, you've heard this audio, but did you hear the audio of a guy who called 911 after he broke into a pizza hut, <laughs> ate some pizza, stole a Mountain Dew, called the cops and said that he was Jesus Christ? No. Oh, man. Oh. It's the greatest audio you'll ever hear. Are it's you ready amazing. for it? Yeah, but after that, I think I, want to, I got some good stuff for you as well. But okay. Yeah, His let's, name let's is Richard this. Lee Quintaro. He's His 46. Dick. But yeah, Dick Lee. Dick Lee. Dick Lee. Dick Lee. A.K.A. 
Jesus Christ. Superstar. Let's check it out. High point nine one one, what is your emergency? Yes, this is Jesus Christ, and I just broke into the Pizza Hut. I broke the window in. I'm here. Jesus is here now. He's back. He's back to Earth. I love the part. He's back to Earth. He's back to Earth. Back to Earth. <laughs> Jesus is here. Took Spirit Airlines back to Earth. Thanks for letting us know. I'll get my affairs in order. <laughs> and as you can hear in the background, that's the alarm the going alarm. off. Yeah, because yeah. he's still in the Pizza Hut that he broke into. All right, and uh, you don't work there? No, I just broke in. Had to come, Jesus. And what was your name again? My name is Jesus. What's your last name, Jesus? Christ. <laughs> that reminds me of the Cosby skit. This is my brother, goddammit. Because you know I mean? his mom was always Jesus Christ and goddammit. I kind of grew up like that, too. And in my mother's defense, it was well-earned. Okay. And what do you look like? I look like Jesus. That's what I'm supposed to look like. Why, so why so Drew Shreve has broken into the yes. pizza hut. <laughs> I mean, you see his mugshot? He has a beard, but he has short hair. So it's like hip, he's like he's like Jesus after a haircut. He's Jesus of Ballard. <laughs> yes, Jesus of Ballard. <laughs> Not of Nazareth. <laughs> he's yeah. Jesus of Wallingford. <laughs> Just trying to go to the, the PCC. Because I'm Jesus. I can do whatever I want. We're tired of Judas is on this earth. We're going to clean this earth up. But first I need a pizza I'll and a Mountain what, Dew. Man, yeah, right? For 20 silver pieces, I'll help you stuff this idiot in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so, old Jesus of Wallingford. So what are you up to? Man, where do you live at? I don't. What? I'm from heaven. How'd you get over, over to the Pizza Hut? <laughs> I'm from heaven, sir. Okay. <laughs> did, did you break a front window? Yeah, I broke the door window, sir. And you eat a pizza? <laughs> yeah. Had a Mountain Dew. You're so polite. Yeah. Well, uh, you going to stay there for a minute? Yeah. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Uh, you ain't got any weapons or anything on you, do you? No, I'm not violent, sir. Okay. Just hungry. Yeah. Just hungry? <laughs> yeah, I'm starving to death. <laughs> All right. Everybody's been treating me. I've been beat up in this town. I'm from Indiana. <clears throat> He's from heaven. That's what I thought too. He changed his story. Oh, you're from Indiana. Yes. Jesus of Talladega. <laughs> yeah. More like Where have South you been Bay. staying at? Everywhere. I keep getting kicked out of places. Mm-hmm. Oh. I got schizophrenia, sir. Yeah. Nobody else is there with you. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can you put Sybil on the phone, please? Well, at least he he got to the normal or as normal as he can be so, at the yeah. end of that. <laughs> I went from heaven to Indiana. I don't know if you can find this easily, and if okay. not, don't worry about it. What this was, this was from probably a decade ago, uh-huh. but a, a cop was involved in a bust where he confiscated a ton of brownies, and he took them. Oh. And him and his wife ate the brownies. Think he's going to die. And he was wigged out. He thought he was going to die, and so this cop called 911 and explained. Man, I remember that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the guy lost his job, but the call was from hilarious because your... he's like, everything's moving real slow. <laughs> We're going to die. <laughs> like, it's just incredible because you can tell like he's... Man, that's just like from last week, my story with Billy from Mary Mart, man. That just... <laughs> yeah, exactly, Rev. Too yeah. real, man. Too real to me. Yeah, I think this dude. is a shortened version of it, but I think this is it because the, the full version is like five minutes. Michigan City Council yeah. is angry and wants some answers. Why is he so mad? 
Bradley wants to know why no charge has been filed against a police officer <laughs> who admits to taking marijuana from suspects and then baking it in some brownies. Mm -hmm. well, this all came to a head when the officer and his wife ate the brownies and then they thought they were overdosing, panicked, and called 911. I get it. I think I'm having an overdose of so is my wife. Okay, you and your wife? Yes. Overdose of what? Marijuana. But I don't know if it had something in it. Okay. Can you please send rescue? Did you guys have fever or anything? No, I'm just, I think we're dying. Oh, how much did you guys have? Uh, I, I don't know. We made brownies, and I think we're dead. I really do. <laughs> okay, how much did you put in the brownies? I don't know. Too I, much. I, I, Was it a bag? Who made the brownies? I, I, Bailey from Mary um, Mart. My wife and I did. <laughs> Cuba, come here. Okay, get her. She's on the, she's on the living room ground right now. Is she breathing? She's barely breathing. Is she awake? I think so. Yeah. Okay, can you look? Pardon? Can you look? Can I, yeah, I can feel her. She's laying right down in front of me. She's a Friday night for me. What's the score in the Red Wings game? What? What's the score in the Red Wings game? I've got no clue. Yeah, he's stoned. Oh, okay, I just want to make sure this isn't some type of like hallucination that I'm having. Oh, uh, why? What's the score say? Uh, three to three. Hey, you got to know about the hockey, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the police department let the officer resign. His wife wasn't charged either. So they let him resign. Factor in all this. And They're so just mad about it. Yeah. not commented on the case. All right, sorry. I just thought I'd share that. That's awesome. That was, I, yeah, remember that I remember that. You guys remember race. that? Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Everything's moving real slow. She's on the ground. She's on the living room floor. I love I think we're dying. Yeah, I think we're dead. We're dead. Yeah, we're totally dead right <laughs> we're now. Dead. <laughs> All right, why don't we take out our voicemails, our emails, and we'll do a couple before we pop out of here. It's one of these mails. Shall we Voicemails. Saw Ziggy at the crock. I like the cowbell right there. Yeah, right? But I, I think, I can't remember who I was talking to at that moment in time. It was like a small circle, but I saw Ziggy and kind of lit up. and was like, hey, man, and love the new bumpers, and someone else glenned him because they got him like the way I did when I first went to Showbox. Chris, uh -huh. I, was, I was intoxicated and lost my mind when I first met Ziggy. <laughs> like straight up lost my mind, but someone was like, new way. You're Ziggy? And he's like, yeah. And then I think at that point I left that conversation, but yeah, someone was basking in the glow of all things Ziggy. I remember that moment. It like, was awesome seeing Ziggy there. Yeah, dude. I love Ziggy. He's oh, such man. a good dude. All right, so you got our voicemail, 253-271-4787. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail or a text message or email, themigscast at gmail.com. Hey, everybody. This is Ziggy. Uh, oh, hi, Ziggy. Yes. First off, I want to get off started and... Uh, well, let me try that again. I'd just like to start off by saying uh, thank you to everybody for uh, putting on a ooh, ooh, heck of a show for that uh, FMS thing. I was off the hook, fellas. I was uh, snapping my fingers, stepping my toes. Great cause, great show. But me and Texas to this is that I just want to say, is it just me or is, like, Leon Redbone – like the child of Gregory Peck and Dr. John, but immediately born as an alcoholic. Yeah. You know, um, huh? What? You got, uh, you know, the, the famous, famous and great actor Gregory Peck. And he was like, Mom, Gregory Peck. And you got Dr. John. I was like, nah, this is so great. 
And then you got Leon Redbone. I mean, if you want to listen to that guy, just look at the Mr. Belvedere theme song. I mean, <laughs> anyway, talk amongst yourselves. Talk to you later. Bye. Leon Redbone doesn't necessarily look anything like Gregory Peck, but let's check out the Mr. Belvedere the theme voice. song. I think it was the voice thing. Oh. Streaks on the china never mattered before. Forgot about this thing. Who cares? When you drop kicked your jacket as you came through the door, no, no one cared. But sometimes you guys know things the words get around. Oh, yeah. No one spared. You don't remember Mr. Belvedere? I remember it, but I never watched it. Oh, I watch it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. They have any bicycle shop episodes on Old Belvedere? I'm a special episode. According to our new arrival, life is more than mere survival. survival. I don't know all the words, but I tried. I wasn't feeling well before. Now oh, no. Whoa. What? There was a very special episode of Mr. Belvedere. No. Oh, with, did Uncle Bad Touch, the bad neighbor? <laughs> did Mr. Belvedere do something weird? No. On a very special episode of Mr. Belvedere, Wesley gets molested by the counselor. What? No. Wesley goes really? off to summer camp and is inappropriately touched what by an F? assistant camp counselor, Perry. Oh, yeah. Perry's not a really good name. Perry could be a girl's name. Will Wesley stop this pervert before he strikes again? Will Mr. Belvedere be invited to go golfing with George again? That's right. During a molest- molestation episode, they inserted a awkward golfing subplot. Wow. Wow, it got weird quick. I wanted to wow. get in on that. Where, where's the one with the, you know, the 19-year-old camp counselor and the 14-year-old boy? And, and But the, she's a girl, you know, and she... Yeah, this is, that yeah, this is Perry here, so, Because, man, you, you ever seen some of the pictures of these teachers that, you know, Ariel quotes, molest these students? Do you think... Dude, a lot of them are smoking oh hot. All those hot teachers from Florida that God, are... there was that one lady <laughs> yeah. that was honestly really gorgeous. And oh, yeah. It's like, dude. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Do you think, because probably the Different Strokes had success with their special episode, that, <laughs> like, people were in a boardroom going, we need a molestation episode. For our sitcom. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering. I right? I don't know what to make of that. It's so weird. All right. Um, yeah, that one happened in 88, and the uh, the the Different Strokes one was like 82 or 83. Yeah. yeah, yeah so they're like, so hey, they, man, ratings are down. We need to pick them up. They gave it like six years for people to recover. We need Perry to molester. And they, they learned all the right lessons. Like, dude, oh, no, no laugh track. The laugh track really didn't fly. I found an end. article about 12 very special episodes. <laughs> well, tell us about them. Uh, different Strokes Bicycle Man. Of course. All in the family's Edith's 50th birthday. What happened in that one? Uh, Was she molested in the old folks' home or something? Apparently she gets sexually assaulted in her living room? (laughs) (laughs) It's all sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. uh, Detective rapist. Good God. All right, next show. Uh, Family ties. Give Uncle Arthur a kiss. (laughs) Sweet. I want a t-shirt that says that. Right? <laughs> That's the name of the next Bruiser Brody record. Give, Give Uncle, Uncle Arthur, Arthur a kiss. kiss. Oh, my God. Uh, next up, Punky Brewster, Sherry Lifesaver. Uh, Punky's guardian is forced to have, uh, r- discard his refrigerator. Is that a suicide episode? Uh, uh, Punky's class has been taught CPR. Uh, Sherry chooses the fridge as a hiding spot. Oh, oh, it almost dies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, at least nothing, you know. 
I don't know this show. Too close for comfort. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Oh, you do? Yeah. For every man, there's two women. Huh? That is a very special uh, yeah, episode. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, the Russia's wacky tenant Monroe was kid or kidnapped en route to work by two women and then forced to have sex with them. Nice. But, that sounds like a great episode. But because Monroe was a male and the attacker's female, the writers somehow thought it was okay to put some uh, laughs in there. <laughs> Just like that. Little House on the Prairie, Sylvia. Is that when she went blind? Uh, no. Uh, Just so we're clear, what was the name of the television episode where two women kidnapped? Too close for comfort. And, and forcibly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Someone's like, here's a plot twist, Wasn't dude. Wasn't that the Jack Ritter and, uh, or John Denver? Or, what the hell is his name? I can't remember. <laughs> John Denver? I don't no, think he was in the. On a very special episode, John Denver's Who's plane Jack, runs out of fuel. Jack Ritter. He's the guy who died, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, didn't he, didn't he live with like two women? He was pretending to be gay? Yeah, that was uh, Three's yeah, Company. Three's Company. Oh, Too Close for Comfort. I don't remember then. Oh, I don't remember oh. Too Close for Comfort. Wait, let me. F- I don't know that one. There's a Little House on the Prairie one where it was about basically. Chid, uh, kids forced to basically, uh, oh yeah, just like yeah. All those were those are hard times back then. Dude. Different they were strokes hard times. had another one. Oh, too close for comfort. Had that guy living in their house. I remember this show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, What's the next one? Uh, different strokes. Sam's missing. Uh, the kidnapper. Kimberly tries crack. To, oh yeah. <laughs> Kimberly had an eating disorder, if I remember. I wanted. Them. I thought she smoked crack oh, until yeah, she right. was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, family affair. I don't remember that one. <laughs> I remember inter-family affair. affair. Yeah, uh, Uncle Bill decides to make it a creepy Christmas. <laughs> I told you. Family ties say Uncle. Family's tied up. Ooh, Mr. Belvedere, the counselor. Leave it to Beaver. Beaver and Andy. What? Whoa. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, Ward hired Andy, a recovering alcoholic, to paint the outside of the house uh, in order to pr- protect the young beaver from the harsh realities of life. They only refer to it as Andy's problem. And then he gets a drink. He gives him some drink. And then, yeah. What the hell? And then my personal favorite. <laughs> the tracks great. <laughs> my personal favorite. Saved by the Bell, Jesse Spano and oh, her speed? caffeine pill freakout. That was a good one. Yeah. The best part about that one is because she's freaking out about midterms. Mm-hmm. Hey, school's tough. Yeah, school's real tough. School is hard. Everyone's got to have those special episodes. Yeah, that was that was all the rage back in the so day. That's why, like, dude, on like BJ and the Bear and Riptide and Tales of the Gold Monkey and Battlestar Galactica, there was never a very special episode. No. All the episodes were special. <laughs> in their own way. That's right, man. We got a text uh, that says, uh, Migs and Friends, Steve, great job on New Day Northwest today. You guys, you totally oh, carried nice. the show. Thumbs up. The comedian guest had an awesome looking reaction to your pass out video. LOL, was he really stoned or something? Anyway, my girl and I loved the Centrum story. It was funny and sweet. I think that's what makes someone a great performer, public figure. It's really to open up and very confidently share your personal ups and downs with the public. We all have ups and downs that normally we only talk about with those close friends and family, if anyone at all. That's what makes you, Glenn, and the Rev so relatable and what makes us listeners feel like we're part of the family with you all. Keep on rocking and stay positive. So I was on New Day Northwest last that's week. Awesome. Very cool. I was on the day after our show. So we did that show on Wednesday night. I'm exhausted. I get a text uh, from my friend Sue, who works at New Day Northwest. She's like, hey. hey, we had a guest cancel. Could you do it? I'm like, yes, I'll bring a dress shirt. Because <laughs> I was like, uh, working on no sleep. Get there. The Super Trooper guys are there as well, which was pretty damn cool because we had them on in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And then I was a guest on their Hot Topics with a, with a comedian. The comedian was a super nice guy, but it seemed like when the cameras turned on, he kind of just got like quiet. 
Oh, no. And so I was like, I kept feeding this vibe. Like, he would answer things with, like, one word. Like, every once in a while he had some really funny stuff to say. But every once in a while he just kind of, like, just looked at them and goes, yeah. Oh. And I'm like, oh. All right, well, I'm going to. So we talked about piercing. And the, we, they ended up showing the video of me getting pierced and passing out, which was pretty funny. So <laughs> I've never seen that. You've never seen that video? What did you get pierced? My highbrow. His penis, duh. Uh, oh, uh, you've never seen no, that? No, I didn't know about it. Wow. wow. No, yeah, you gotta find that. Yeah, so you put a pop rivet in your face and lost consciousness. Oh, yeah. That's all fair. I'll find the one because they have it on your... Did you, did you pee had... a little bit when you lost consciousness? <laughs> Come on, it's okay. You can tell us. Did you pee a little bit, Steve? Oh, no, I did not. But here we go. Um... I found I, the new I've, I've wet myself, man. I'm not. I'll, I'll, I'll I've talk. wet myself. <laughs> when I think about you, I wet right. myself. Warm in the room. We had a lot of people I hadn't eaten live on the radio. Okay, so I'm going to pull this up higher. Yep. So this is on, uh, if you just look up New Day Northwest on YouTube and type in MIGS as well, you'll find the episode of the Hot Topics that I just did. And so as we're talking about piercing, they pull up the video of me passing out, and I and we do play-by-play. It's pretty fun because the audience keeps laughing at me being out cold. <laughs> I pass out, and oh, it looks like I oh died. God. I mean, everyone, like my, my coworkers, oh, oh, there it is right there. there it is. Look at you, young well, that's old school. Yeah, look at me. I got really long sideburns, that's hair, old school, man. and a couple extra pounds on my face. Hair. Yeah. And a few extra pounds. Oh. And now watch. It'll legitimately look like. Oh, Steve. Oh, so are you know. feeling it already? Right there, I went, whoa. Oh, my God. dude. Oh. Wait, wait, no, that's so that- his eyes just rolled in the back of his skull. You were present for that, Rev? You witnessed that? No, this that? is back in the no, this was way oh. back in the day. Yeah, and, he just went out. Oh, bro. And, wow. And not only do I go out, Glenn, I go out for a, nearly a minute. That's not fake? No, that's not fake. And I'm out wow. for about 30 seconds. Wow. Right. So my coworkers think I just died. <laughs> oh, on the radio. Oh, 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 man. Oh, dude. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Which is too bad because nobody can see it. Oh, right? yeah, dude. Oh, man. He oh, is out. Is awesome. By the way, still that out. That's awesome. And when oh, I come Steve, back in, bro. There's this moment of panic, like, where, who are all these people? I thought I would have Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you've been away for 40 seconds. I'm still out, by the way. I don't know if you guys realize that, but I'm still, I'm still passed out, like, this whole time. Is your eyes still open? I can't even watch that. Would you oh, I would sometimes, uh, when I have buddies over for drinks, I'd say, you guys want to see something cool, and I wouldn't tell them. Oh, yeah, and, and there you are, coming back. With the crazy eyes. No, the head wiggles, because that's, yeah. when you lose consciousness, when you come back, it's very confusing. Uh-huh. Like, every time I've ever passed out in a situation where it didn't involve, you know, Substance abuse. Mm-hmm. I always think it's that morning. For some reason, it's yep. like I yep. think it's that morning, and then you realize it's not that morning. And like you'd see the question marks. And Steve's and who are yeah. Steve? Why are you guys yeah. in my bedroom? Yeah, like it, there's. So why is there a microphone in my face? Terribly <laughs> confusing, man. Actually, I, I want a T-shirt just of that freeze frame. Oh, Steve. Yeah, he's coming back around. Wow. Oh, buddy. Oh, crazy. Rarely does anyone have video of them passing out. That's awesome. That's pretty good. Oh, man. Oh, God. So we talked about that. And then the the topic of conversation that this uh, text is referring to is uh, they they brought up a story about there's now a pill that men can take a, um, a birth control pill. And they asked if I would consider like what my opinion was, would I take it? So this is the conversation we had where it leads to me sharing a story about my wife in, in Centrum. And it, yeah, I just share it sometimes too much. Uh-oh. It's not bad, but. I oh. was wondering, should I weigh in on this? And then I'm, yeah, absolutely. Yes, the you should. The birth control pill for men shows woo-hoo. promise in early setting. You heard that. <laughs> Someone said The woo-hoo. women are, woohoo. Okay. <laughs> all the um, women. I'm all in for this, but gentlemen. Uh, you know, 43-year-old version of me is like, yes, absolutely, that's very responsible. 
19, 20-year-old version of me in college would probably be an idiot and say, oh, yeah, that, just take, like, ibuprofen and be like, I swear that's what it was. Like, I just think you're putting a lot of responsibility on a lot of stupid people. You, you, <laughs> As a guy who's a stupid guy, I think you're putting a lot of responsibility that on That is us. a good point. But I think this, yeah. this pill is going to kill it in China. They don't need any more kids. Uh, ah. yeah, yeah. Good point. Is that you know, a comedian? <laughs> that was not a good That joke. guy's a comedian. Well, he's probably funny. That, times. F- that fell pretty flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I looked, They're like, oh, yeah. You guys, obviously, you can't see me, Steve, and Rev in studio, but when that dude said that, I looked up at Steve, and Steve just shook his head. <laughs> like, yeah, that wasn't funny, man. That's why I kept talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dig him out quick. <laughs> I was like, okay. Distract, distract. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Good point. And, you know, you have to take it. <laughs> She's like, okay. Uh, yeah. Every day. And so oh. maybe to your mm-hmm. point. Hmm. My wife gets mad that I don't take my Centrum every day. I can't even imagine. <laughs> she leaves it on the table with a little piece of chocolate. Right. And then I come home, she's like, you ate the chocolate, but you didn't take the pill. My man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my man. Oh, the chocolate's delicious. Centrum's not. I don't need water to eat that chocolate. She's like, I put it there so I know you saw the pill. Like, I'm not kidding. This is my life. Is that it's constantly so maybe like, treating me with chocolate. I take a right, pill. I'm right. five years old. So it's like when you try to get your dog to take a pill. I'm not saying yeah. men are dogs. <laughs> but, uh, but you know how you have to hide the pills sometimes for animals to take? I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, you put it in peanut butter or whatever. Yeah. That would work. That work? Yeah. So against the comedian again? Was that a comedian again? So they go that they, they try to throw it out of his hands and I'm like, this, <laughs> this is his response. That Ready? guy really needs to rethink his career, dude. Yeah, he's about put as it in peanut funny butter or whatever. as a stroke. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That would work. That work? Yeah. So work? against, against, yeah. no, no, for yeah. it, against it. Yeah. He yeah. is uh, yeah. not a funny guy. You know what? Maybe he is. Well, he writes funny jokes, maybe. Well, That'd here's like the me problem. deciding to be a mathematician. I mean, I know what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. I'm not going to go be a mathematician. And I'll be honest, like I always don't want to be the guy dominating a conversation. So yeah. like, I was like le- leaning back. You were saving his ass. And then I was like, well, I got I to gotta come in. I got to say something. Dude, I mean, otherwise. It's like you were indie. He was short round. And you had that raft when you guys dove out of that plane. That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, because I'm older and he's Asian? Is that what we're talking about? Well, it, it works. It plays. It plays. It does. It plays. Okay? <laughs> On a special episode of the Migs cast, Uncle Ben shows up. <laughs> Migs helps short round dive out of a plane. <laughs> By inserting his thumb somewhere, he shouldn't. <laughs> Well, anyways, it was a great time. I always love going on Yeah, show, man, I love watching you save a comedian's ass. That's great, Steve. You know. Oh, my God. What do they call him? MC Shovel Load? He just keeps digging himself yeah, deeper. Yeah, he's not doing great. I was trying, but like when, when they, they threw the ball at him a couple of times, and all he said was, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I bet his set is killer. It's just the live. He doesn't do good on yeah, TV. Yeah, it sounds like he just doesn't do great See, I, live. I, I, Super it, nice guy, and I'm, you know, and like when he did, the cuff. they had like he had a moment where he had something pre-planned. Like he had, must have written that. It was very funny, but like there were a couple moments where I'm like, oh, dude, like oh, you got to yeah, riff with dude. us. You got to riff with us. See, man, it's that's that thing. Everyone that's ever told me, and I've even had comics I respect tell me I need to start go doing sets, mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude. If I get up somewhere and try to be funny, it is going to bomb big time. I don't know how guys do that. And they're like, yeah. dude, man, I talked to you for 10 minutes and I'm in tears. And I'm like, yeah, that's just, you know what I mean? So maybe he's the opposite of that. And some are. Some, like, some comics. He's brilliant in his set, but you yeah. ask him a question and he's, you know. There are comics that are writers, like where they write out their full jokes. They perform it really well. They've rehearsed it. They figured it. Oddly enough, I to go back to wrestling. 
there are certain wrestlers that are great. Diamond Dallas Page was a great example of that. Great wrestler in the ring, but he needed to map out the entire match, sit down, plan it all out with everyone. Then there's other ma- wrestlers and there's other comics that could just do it on the fly. Uh. You know what I mean? They got an idea. They kind of know where they want to go with it. They've got like the punchline, but the delivery is always going to be different because they just kind of feed the crowd. Uh, and I like that style uh, way uh, more. Well, that's more wrestling and comedy. Yeah, it's just us in conversation. It's mm-hmm. more that natural, you know, indie grabbing short round right. kind of thing that you were doing there <laughs> um, because you have a natural inclination to grab the raft and figure out a way to get out of the plane. Right. I had no idea I was going to go down that road with the Centrum stuff. Like that just popped into my head. No time for jokes, Dr. Jones. That's right. <laughs> This joke belongs in a museum. <laughs> oh my god. Let's take another voicemail. Hi, it's Mama Hotnado ah. just calling you to let you know. Oh. No? Oh, I guess you can't tell us. That's all it is. <laughs> oh no! No time for love. <laughs> Mama. Apparently your phone Mama, cut call out. Back. So please call back. Um, uh, Glenn, uh, this is a text message that's come from Adam and Everett. I hope you are a hot rod sell soon. It seems like a steal for the price. I just sold my 61 Impala last week, and I'm also on the market for a Harley. Uh, see, uh, no no action yet. I have dropped that baby to uh, 10.5 on, on Craigslist. Oh gosh, that's a great deal. It's, it's ridiculous. It's goddamn ridiculous, honestly. Um, and on eBay, um, I have my reserve set at ten five as well. And the bidding, I have the bidding starting at like seventy five hundred. It's a screaming deal. It's ridiculous. Damn, oh, it sucks. I, I was talking to my buddy Tony that. Grigg, and he's got a uh, sixty eight Firebird convertible. And he's Ooh. like, "Yeah, I've been trying to unload it. I keep keep dropping the price, and I think uh, people are just poor." Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot of know, money. Obviously, it's a, it's a steal of a deal, but it's still a lot of money. Yeah. 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 Well, I got to find the guy that's looking for. Something like that. These you know? kids these days, they don't appreciate a good old muscle car. Yeah. Well, if they're smart, they do, but mm-hmm. right. you know, they've all seen the Fast and the Furious. Hey, in like the second one, they get their asses kicked by some good old American muscle. I know. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. It I is like really that. cool. That's one of American my favorites. American muscle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, too by it. Too curious. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys. Last week's podcast, you were talking about crazy Bloody Marys. Here's a picture of yeah. an epic one from Flanagan's in downtown Puyallup. Oh. Hopefully the pic will go through. It's a picture of a Bloody Mary with rotisserie chicken, burger, sliders, chicken strips, jalapeno poppers, and bacon. The couple at the table behind me let me take Jesus. a pic of the one that they ordered. Take care, guys. You guys rock. And they did. the picture did come Holy through. Oh, God. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. We need to go to Flanagan's. If someone says Flanagan's again... Hey, uh, what's that one place where, uh... With all the crazy stuff on the walls? Oh, you mean Flanagan's? Wow! Look at right. that. That's, like, bigger than a baby. So there's, like, a Those large... Those are, like, full sandwiches bigger, on there. That's bigger than, for, like, a 2 For all our listeners, you gotta... It, it almost looks like a pitcher of Bloody Mary, but then coming out of the pitcher, and I'm not exaggerating... It is a pitcher of a Bloody Mary. You're totally right. It's probably three and a half to four feet tall... Off the t- surface of the table. Do they use like bamboo that is sticking and, in yeah, there? Yeah, there's, and put there's it like- a chicken on it. There's bird. There's burgers. There's all kinds of stuff there's going chicken on. Chicken strips. It, it bran- branches off, so it kind of forks off into two things. So you got chicken strips going one way. You got hamburgers going the other way. The drink See, the, that eats like a meal. Like for pure gimmick, that's awesome. But if I was actually hungover. I would look at that and probably just start weeping. Mm-hmm. Because how do you eat all that just to get to the Bloody Mary? Because what That's, you really need is the vodka. Well, here's the thing. To stop the and pain. And that chicken is sitting right on top of the damn Bloody Mary. You need big old crazy straws so you can get to the drink. Yes. And then you need like four or five people with you so you can have the yeah, full yeah, meal. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That would feed 
four or five people easily. Easy, yeah, there's a whole extra, chicken on or top of the three of, of us. Man. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. absolutely. <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. Thank you for sending that. Flanagan's. And I need to get the Flanagan's in downtown Puyallup. I didn't even know Flanagan's existed. Yeah. So how much I get out. Right. Puyallup has some uh, really nice places. It actually does. Like, there's some really cool restaurants around there. And there's some, in downtown Puyallup, it's got a cool, like, old town vibe. Absolutely. It's Trackside like a pizza. Going... I hear it is awesome. Yeah. I, I don't go to any of these places, though. There is a, a place down there my buddy showed me because he's in Puyallup. It's like a U-brew where you get to brew your own beer. Oh, I was I thought it was some sort of religious denomination. No, like, no, no, no. It's just it's you get to brew your own beer. Right next to the Jewish temple. It's it takes like, a couple uh, <laughs> takes a couple of hours and then you get to you get to take off your couple gallons really? and he keeps a couple gallons. So you can gallons. make yourself bad beer. It's a bit nutty that, that uh, whole thing. Well, or? they'll figure he'll help you. He'll Walk help through it, like, yeah. Like, dude, this is going to be disgusting and yeasty as hell unless you do what I'm telling you to exactly, do. Exactly, yeah. Okay. And he'll give okay. you, like, recipe lists. But if you're, like, a brewmeister or someone who fancies themselves as a person who can brew beer on your own, you can go in there and do this sort of thing okay. if you don't have the uh, the wherewithal or, the you know, all of the stuff at home to do so. Right, right. It's really cool. Like, Pialp is pretty sweet. Yeah. Hell yeah, it is. And plus, it's home of <laughs> very own Steve Miggs. Oh, you know, yeah. Years and years ago, I did the ad for the Puyallup Fair. No, you didn't. I was the voice, yeah. What? And I'll never forget, during that session, you, you know, that session, that lyric, uh, your heart starts to palpitate. Yeah. For some palpitate. reason, when I was singing it, I couldn't not add an extra syllable, so I'd say, your heart starts to palpitate. <laughs> Don't be late. You know, heart starts to palpitate, and they'd palpitate. stop it and be like, did you just say palpitate? And I'm like, no, I think I said palpitate. No, we better. And I did it like five times. So every time I hear Puyallup spoken about outside of the context of something terrible happening to Steve's Jeep, (laughs) I remember me not being able to sing the word palpitate. I have that. Hold on a second. Is this. So is this you? Do the Puyallup. Nope. Okay. We're going to find it. I'm fine. We're finding it. We're going to find it. You can do it at a trot, you can do it at a gallop, you can do it... Nope, so but I think that's the lyrics I had to say. Palpatite, right there. Don't be late. Do the Puyallup. That's the jingle I sang, but that wasn't me doing it. I also did car toys for a long time. Car toys! Yeah. That's not me. Yeah, that's not Glenn. Actually, it'd be, honestly, it'd be if you find if it, was. it, you'll know my voice. Get man. up, get out, and get your happy... That's me. No, that's not, that's not you. <laughs> Wait, was that a commercial to watch a commercial on YouTube? Get Probably. up, get out, and get your happy no. on. Oh, whoa. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I did some John L. Scott real estate stuff. Oh, I, I did some one. internal Boeing stuff. Might have been. When the warm breeze starts to blow, yep, that's and the breeze starts to blow, and the dirty cars fresh and the... <laughs> That's me in the chicken suit, Steve. Uh, I said 2007. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's me. That sounds about like that. Yeah. That sounds like a rev. About what year was this? 2007? I was going to say... It was at least 10 years ago when I did it. I don't think I've done any ad work in probably 8 to 10 years. No, I did do a couple sessions within the past 5. But I know the Puyallup Fair wasn't one of them. I couldn't tell you, man. For a while, um, at the back end of the licensing boom, I was doing a lot of stuff. Actually, I was covering Foo Fighters songs and all kinds of stuff for it. It was great money. The car toys thing was that was easily 12 to 15 years ago. Wow. But I, I want to find this one, man. They came from everywhere. Damn it. 
Now we're just playing videos. Yeah, sorry, guys. You son of a bitch. I opened a can of worms. But I, I did. Uh, one year I was the Puyallup Fair Jingle guy. and I Was was it like I a was... rockin' version? No, I don't remember being necessarily rockin'. It was the one with the, uh, you can be the be the bird and your heart starts to palpitate. Don't be a lady. Do the Puyallup. Yeah. That was, and then. Oh, uh, here we go. No, that's not. I was, 2008. I was car commercial. toys for a while, too. I wonder, I wonder if this is those, it. Those were the ones I, that were the biggest. They came from everywhere. A story that's been legend. While a fair rises September 5th through. No. What kind of stupid commercial is that? <laughs> Do the Puyallup. I don't know. This is sad. And Sorry, Macklemore kids. is going to be doing the Puyallup this year. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Who did I. Yeah, oh, Macklemore is playing the Puyallup. I got to sing the jingle like in, in, <laughs> in the long, long. It's the thing, though, man. I, I used to love that work, dude, because basically I'd take a day off of work to go up to the studio. I'd be in the studio for probably two hours, and only 30 minutes of that was actual singing, and I'd make 500 bucks minimum. Dude, that's awesome. It was cool work. Yeah. So right? every time I got those calls, I'd be like, yep, yeah. I'm available. Look at all these crazy new electronics. We just call it what we do every day. Come in today and see what's possible. Car toys. It's almost magic. When to change lanes. Yeah, I did a long one and a short one of car toys right when the jingle changed. I think I was the better way to go. That one was me. And then right after me, um, Scott Elms from the band M-Set. Oh, I remember Scott. He's a good dude. Scott Elms was car toys after I was car toys, man. Oh, I forgot about it. But that's a long so time ago. You got up so I can walk out. Hey, up. it's almost magic. Yeah, there was a long version that had, like, so lyrics good. and stuff. And then there was a shorter one. I right, so Car toy song. But that was me, man. <laughs> and again, that session, it was like easy money, dude. Oh, man, I wish we had it. Damn it. Son of a bitch. Oh, well. Yep, sorry. That's a total dead end. You know what? I always like it when I can just derail the program completely and just drive it right <laughs> into a wall. <laughs> That's a testament to all of us being distracted enough to be like, let's search on YouTube and look right. and see if we can find this. Hey, everyone says it feels like they're just hanging out in a room with us. This is what we would do if we were hanging out in a room together. We would be on YouTube trying to figure out where it was. Well, I got lucky. I, I, I almost got into uh, birth control stories. Excuse and I'll me? save those for another time. Yeah, they involve Centrum? No, they involve cats. Uh, uh, and then... Um, uh, then that Bloody Mary thing reminded me of the day that we cut that uh, jingle with Luke Wilson. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was. I drank a pint of vodka on my way to that session because I was violently. I was. I went out the night before and I was like, I'm not going to party tonight. And you partied. Oh, dude. <laughs> so I, those kind. I got the next day, man, and, and like my skin was green. And I took one of those big jack-in-the-box cups, the big plastic yeah. ones, the huge ones, which I think is a small. And uh, Pretty much at this point, yeah. A pint of vodka and Bloody Mary mix, and I drank that on the way to the studio. And then when I got there, I ran into Steve. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm in a lot of pain. And he's like, well, I've got this growler of beer, and so I'm throwing back this beer. Oh. And then I met like Luke Wilson's agent or something. He's like, well, I got a Tim. case of Yeah, yeah he, he had like a case of beer. In he his did. in his Escalade or whatever, <laughs> and I'm like, my man. But you gotta understand, I was drinking like a fish all day, not to get drunk, just to maintain, not, not to be sick. <laughs> and that journey ended in a tragedy that is simply unspeakable. When I got when I got back into Seattle, dude, painting the walls of the bathroom. Yeah, but <laughs> not from my mouth, dude. <laughs> oh, it's the brown. It out. was absolutely. Horrible, and I was in there on my. Sounds like it in that condition. I was because that happened at a at my at my rehearsal space, and and Jody and Terry are really good friends of mine, 
And um, I could not just abandon that mess. I was in there that sick for 45 minutes on my hands and knees cleaning that up. Wow. I basically, I just didn't make it to the toilet in time, and I was yep. trying, to, trying to drop trowel, and yep. it was terrible. Dude, just, just <laughs> terrible, man. It's like a Pollock painting there, There's at that a point. fully detailed version of that story that's pretty hilarious, but that's the version mm, I'm willing to share with yeah. our listeners. Yeah, we're pretty good with that. that that's the thing, man. With, with all this, you know, the whole sex, drugs, and rock and rolls thing, they never tell you about stuff like that. And let me tell you, when you party that hard, those kind of things happen. Sex, drugs, and painting the wall brown. They do, mm, That's in the parentheses. Yeah. Yeah. You've never heard a grown man scream the word no like that. I was like, <laughs> I think we I think we once heard it on different strokes. Similar yeah, kind of yeah, 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 yeah. No. Roar like a lion. No! So, such an awful moment in time, dude. <laughs> such a terrible moment in time. Oh but that, that photo of that Bloody Mary reminded me, because that Bloody, Bloody Mary was so big, I was like, I had a Bloody Mary that big once. It had a whole pint of vodka in it. I want to eat that Bloody Mary so bad right, right. now. Oh, I just want dude. chicken strips. I'm so hungry. All right, why don't we get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> on that note, hey, uh, uh, once again, it would be awesome to see you guys on April 20th at the Showbox at the Market at Battlemania. 3 2 1 Battles, big wrestling event's going to be happening, and yours truly will be a part of a tag team match against the Hellfire Club. So come support me in my very first wrestling match. I can't believe I'm even saying that out loud that I'm having a wrestling match. Hell but yeah. go to axs.com, just type in Battlemania, you'll be able to buy tickets, get them before they sell out. And then, if you really want to have a crazy weekend with me, and the then? next night in Everett, Bruiser Brody is playing over at Tony V's. Oh, Holy crap. Right. April that's 21st. Right. April 21st, man. So if I'm wearing a neck brace, that's why. <laughs> We're playing with uh, Wyatt Only in the Wreckage. Yeah. And who else is on that bill? We have a couple shows coming up, so I have the bills confused. I'm going to look it up on my phone because I, I have it somewhere. Well, you Uncle, got, you Uncle got Bad seconds. Touch. Captain Jellyfingers yep. in the bike shops. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so far, you got it. Yep. Dudley and the Roaring Lions. Uh, and a new great band, the Jordash Look. Superfecta <laughs> and Dead Rebel oh, Saints. Oh, yeah. Superfecta and Dead Rebel Saints. It's a great show. <laughs> All right. Stay positive. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.